Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another broadcast on the Soul of America Radio. Tonight, you're listening to Hope and Healing, a journey to wholeness, with your host, J.R. Thicklin. Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by Blog Talk Radio, hosted and produced by the Soul of America Radio. Comments made on tonight's broadcast do not necessarily reflect the views of Blog Talk Radio, the Soul of America Radio, or its host. Hope and Healing takes you from a place of pain, abuse, violence, rejection, and abandonment to a place of hope, healing, and power. All aboard with your author, activist, advocate, and friend, man of purpose himself, and your host for the evening, Mr. J.R. Diglett. Yeah. of Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. This is your host, J.R. Thicklin, and I'm so very glad that you've joined us here on the Soul of America Radio Network. That's right, every Monday night from 9 o'clock Eastern Time, 8 o'clock Central, 7 o'clock in the Mountain Time Zone, 6 o'clock in the Western Time Zone, Pacific. I have no voice and everything. You can find us right here on Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. This show has been designed with you in mind as we cover the issues of domestic violence, domestic abuse, sexual violence, spiritual abuse, emotional abuse, economical abuse, and every type of abuse, abandonment, rejection, grief that one might suffer. This show is about being an educational platform and a platform for healing, to go to the place of healing, the journey to hope. And the journey to healness is what this show is all about. And every Monday night you can find us here, and I'm so glad to be with you tonight uh, as we are concluding the last Monday in the month of October, meaning Domestic Violence Awareness Month, and also celebrating our second anniversary here on the Solo America Radio Network with Hope and Healing and Journey to Wholeness. So I ask that you call a friend, call a neighbor, let them know that we're on the air. And that you can join us tonight by simply going to www.soulofamericaradio.com. Go over to the tab that says Hope and Healing. Go there to live show, and you're on with us tonight. Or perhaps you desire to call us and be a part of our audience tonight or just to listen to us tonight. You can call us at area code 323-784-9638. That's area code 323-784-9638. That is how you reach us on tonight. That's how you can listen. But if you'd like to be a guest, Simply, after you call that number, hit number one on the keypad. It lets our engineer know that you want to come on the air. We'll get you on the air tonight. And so we're excited about our time together. Please forgive my voice. Uh, It is a result of just absolutely an incredible month of October where we've had the opportunity to speak, to train, to preach across this country dealing with the issue of domestic violence. And 
this is all the voice I have left for now, but I promise you I'll be better in just a little bit. So meanwhile, please call us at area code 323-784-9638, and that's how you will reach us tonight. I want to tell you, tonight's show is dedicated to the celebration of the lives of survivors. We're celebrating the lives of survivors and their families, those that have survived domestic and sexual violence and their families tonight. And we want to be able to have some very candid conversation, and we're inviting uh, survivors and their families to come on. We're inviting Anyone that like to share a testimony about their situation or how they overcame, uh, they can feel free to do so by calling area code 323-784-9638. Now, having said that, we want to move on in the show. We've been extremely busy over the last month, so you've gotten a, a different uh, diversity of shows, part live, part recorded, and all those things have happened. I ask that you bear with us as we're constantly looking to groom a co-host and groom a person that will be able to uh, to co-host the show and be able to take the show on in case the times that I cannot be here. So we're grooming and trying to get that right fit so that you won't miss one week of being empowered, being enlightened, being in, engaged, and being enlightened once again by this message of addressing this issue of domestic violence. So Eric Cole, 323. Seven eight four nine six three eight. That is how you reach us tonight. Hope and healing, a journey to wholeness is where you'll find us tonight. And I want to make sure that each and every one of you have an opportunity to be a part of this because it is incredible. As we are in the month of October and we're winding down at the 27th day, that we're continuing to see uh, these type of things happening in our lives and see them happening all over. And that's why we must stand up. We must speak out. We must truly challenge the status quo when it comes to this issue of domestic violence. And there's so much to say for it, and all of us have a responsibility. So I'm challenging us on every front, on challenging us to stand up and be a witness, stand up and uh, actually continue to lift the enlightenment, and should I say continue to spread the word that those that have been affected by this will have a platform, will have a place that they can stand and that they can talk about this and that they can actually be able to be a great source of strength uh, to others. So we have a lot of work cut out to do, a lot of things that we want to continue to talk about in, in, in terms of how we're going to make a difference, in terms of how we're going to do uh, in addressing this issue that has become an epidemic in our society. And, uh, and it's very crucial in this day and time that we have a real conversation around this issue. So having said that, I want to make sure that we continue to recognize the fact that people are being abused, people are being uh, threatened, people are living up under the threat of domestic violence each and every day. And so we have a responsibility, each and every one of us, we have a responsibility to speak up and to speak out concerning it. Everyone might not understand it, and everyone may not understand why, of the sense of urgency, but we need the sense of urgency. We need to recognize that this is the hour that we must stand up and speak out, because if not us, then who? And we have to be willing to be <clears throat> the individuals that don't mind uh, standing in the gap, that doesn't mind really having a real candid conversation about this situation, that don't mind um, making sure that their voices are heard and being able to be a resource to victims as well. So I want to keep that in mind tonight as we begin to move on with this show because there's so much 
absolutely so much to be said, so much to be talked about, so much to be uh, listened to, and just so much uh, that we all have a responsibility inside of. And so even with the voice sounding the way it is, I'm inviting you to be a part of this. I'm inviting you to have a voice inside of what we're doing tonight. And uh, if you will do that, I believe that there are so many that will be really blessed from your participation. There's so many that will be blessed because of the fact uh, it is that time. It is that time that we all uh, will speak up and stand up and have a um, real conversation around this issue of domestic violence. And I think we owe it to each other. We owe it to um, we owe it to uh, one another. We owe it to victims. We owe it to perpetrators. We owe it to children. We owe it to so many to have this conversation around this issue. And I think that's why it's imperative, and I will say it again, it's imperative that we're on board in addressing this issue. It's imperative that we continue to lift up our voices against this issue because it doesn't go away simply because we uh, remain silent. It doesn't go away because of the fact that we decide that we don't want to be the one to speak out about it. But we have to. We owe it to one another to speak out about this issue. So uh, that is what we're going to do tonight. You're going to call us up tonight at area code 323-784-9638. That is how you reach us tonight, and we want to invite you in tonight. We want to take your calls here in just a little bit, and we want to really begin to look at this pandemic that we have in our society, society that we call domestic violence. And I believe that as we do so, we'll find out that uh, there are many people that are suffering at the hands of uh, their brothers and their sister. There are people that are suffering at the hand of their loved one, and we have not had that conversation, and that's why it's so important that we do, because of the fact we are able to touch lives. We are called to touch these lives, and we can make a big difference if we're willing to stand up and speak out, if we're willing to really go that extra mile away and be that voice of reason that voice that will speak out, that voice that will continue to um, um, cry out in, in the uh, honor and for the lives of those that are impacted by domestic violence. So I invite you in tonight uh, to be a part of that inside of our conversation tonight. Once again, every code, every code. 323-784-9638. That is how you reach us. If you'd like to join us on the air, simply hit the number one on your keypad, and we will and, uh, be notified by our producer that you want to come on the air. We'll get you on. You don't have to give your name if you don't want, but you can participate inside of this discussion tonight. You listen to Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. Tonight is about celebrating survivors. I want to celebrate victims and survivors of domestic violence, those that have, have uh, made the transition, those that have found a way to break free, and those family members that have had to stand in the gap. Tonight is about celebrating and acknowledging victims and survivors of domestic violence in their families. So that's what the call is about tonight. We welcome your call, as always, uh, area code 323-784-9638, and we'll get right to you. After you call that number, you desire to speak, simply hit the number one on your keypad. That lets our producer know that you want to get on the air, and we'll get you on right away. In the meantime, I'll take your calls right after this break. You listen to Open Healing, a journey to wholeness. This is J.R. Thickley. 
This is the soul of America Radio. Thank you for listening to J.R.L. Thicklin, Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. We feature every Monday night a show solely devoted to people that are going through abuse, some type of problem in your lives that you can't work out. We mainly focus on domestic violence, the cancer in our lives. Join J.R.R. Thicklin, your host, here every Monday night at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern, 8 o'clock p.m. Central, right here on the Soul of America Radio. You can contact Jay every Monday night at 323-784-9638. Or you can listen to him online. Just follow at soulofamericaradio.com and listen for look for live streams. And that way you can speak or listen, whichever your choice may be. Thank you for joining us tonight. You're listening to Hope and Healing, a journey to wholeness with your host, J.R. Thicklin, on the Soul of America Radio. If you're listening via internet and you want to speak to the host, please dial 323-784-9638 and press 1 to be connected to the host. This is the Soul of America Radio. Here's your host, J.R. Thicklin. Today, Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. This is your host, J.R. Thicklin, and I'm so very glad that you've joined us tonight here on the Soul of America Radio Network. For those of you that are listening for the very first time, please excuse this is not the way my voice normally sounds. This is a result of many, many activities or speaking, preaching, teaching, workshops, and presentation here uh, about domestic violence over the last uh, 27 days. And so this is a voice I have left, but I pray that you will pray for us because this voice needs to return as we're going to be on the West Coast starting tomorrow. We'll be out in Oakland, California. And so we'll be there uh, tomorrow, and I will be there through Saturday. As a matter of fact, doing some work there inside of the African-American Domestic Peace Project, concluding on Friday with a one-day one day domestic violence conference there for pastors and faith leaders and civic leaders, and we're looking to be a great part of that. And so if you know anyone that's on the West Coast, there in the uh, greater Bay Area, there San Francisco, uh, uh, Oakland, Walnut Creek, Antioch, uh, places like that, uh, please let them know that we'll be in the area. If you'd like more information, you can reach us at area code 561 Three one four five, or you can also email us at jthicklin at soulofamericaradio dot com, and that's how you reach us tonight. Listen, before the break, we talked about we were going to go uh, into our show tonight is dedicated to survivors. We are celebrating 
survivors and their families, survivors of domestic and sexual violence. And so tonight is about celebrating them. It is about being able to uh, celebrate their strength, their courage, uh, their will to live, and their survival. And we welcome their stories and testimonies. Even if you're a friend or family member of, of such a person, we welcome you to share with us today about that victory and about that triumph. I think it's very, very crucial that people understand that there is a way out, and there are those that get out of it uh, successfully. And uh, it's interesting to hear the story, the journey that came, uh, the journey that brought them to the place of wholeness. So that's what we're about. Um, So uh, let's uh, look at what we can do tonight. And so we open up the lines. They're open right now. Uh, Erico 323-784-9638. That is how you can reach us today, and uh, we welcome your stories. If you desire to get on the air, just simply hit the number one on your keypad that lets our producer know that you want to come on the air, and we'll bring you on the air today. And that's so very important uh, to hear your story. I want to say this. In, in terms of the issue of domestic violence, you know, about a month or so ago, we there was national conversation on this subject uh, in light of the NFL and is mishandling of the Ray Rice incidents and, and then subsequent other incidents that have happened. And it was a national conversation. We were all talking about it. And then we get into the month of October, Domestic Violence Awareness Month, and it looked like we plateaued again. But here's the reality. Domestic violence is 24-7. It's happening to someone in this country every 12 seconds. It's happening to someone. Every six hours, someone is dying as related to the issue of domestic violence. So we have to understand that we have to continue to keep this in the forefront, even if it's not occurring between uh, celebrities or high-profile individuals, because the lives of Jane and John and Mary Q. Public is just as important. And we must begin to have that conversation, even on our community level, about the prevalence of this issue and how do we systematically begin to address this? How do we start installing this in our children very early on? How do we get... Uh, parents to recognize how vitally important it is that children uh, witness a healthy household, a healthy uh, family unit, because domestic violence is a learned behavior. It is a learned behavior and one that affects people in a, in a tremendous way. And so we have to do all we can in order to address this issue of domestic violence. And we have to be willing to help uh, those that are affected by it. Listen, it's not easy. Let's not kid ourselves. It is not easy to get out of. Getting out of a domestic violence uh, abusive situation can be very, very dangerous. It can be very, very lethal. You've got to understand more people are injured, worse, or killed trying to leave the abusive relationship. As a matter of fact, for many of them, their chances of death increase tremendously. So we know that we just can't say leave. It's more to it than just leave. There's so many things that have to take place inside of it. So what we have to be about, educating. We have to educate our public. We have to educate those around us. We have to educate those that are affected by this because no one, no one walks away from this uh, unscathed. We're all touched by this, and we have to be willing to do the things that have to work for us. So I want to just say this to you, uh, that we can make this work. We can begin to raise the awareness we can begin to share with people about the success 
uh, of the program and that folks do get out of these abusive relationships. There are ways to get out. The other thing is this. we got to take personal responsibility about the issue of domestic violence. It's something that we cannot afford to take lightly, but we have to take it seriously because, in fact, it affects too many people. And it's affecting lives all over. It's affecting people from every walk of life. And we have to be willing to recognize how vitally important this is when we're dealing with this issue of domestic violence. It's not something that we're just going to cause to go away. It's going to go away because we're willing to have a conversation about it. We're willing to stand up and speak out about it. We're willing to be the voice for the voiceless. And we're going to have to be willing to hold people accountable for their action. Listen, it is no way for a person to live when they're being exposed to domestic violence, how it impacts the way they see the world, how it impacts their future. And we've got to be there to give the right message. Too many of our young people are getting the wrong message. And therefore, as we go forth and we go on, we continue to see the hurt and the pain that happens as a result of people that are silent. You know, evil prevails when good men and women remain silent. Evil prevails. So we have to be willing to stand up, to speak out. We have to be willing to really have a serious conversation around this issue. So I invite you tonight as we celebrate and as we celebrate the lives and the struggles and the strength, I should say, of those individuals that have been impacted by domestic violence. And so I want to definitely make sure that we celebrate them tonight, the survivors as well as those members, family members. So survivor of domestic and sexual violence, we're open to you even right now uh, inside of the uh, call on tonight. If you'd like to get on the air, just call area code 323-784-9638. And then hit number one on your keypad. That lets our producer know that you want to come on the air, and we'll get you on the air tonight. And that's what's so vitally important in order for us to make this work, in order for us to do this work, in order for those to realize that we have a responsibility, we have a moral obligation, we have a spiritual obligation, we have an obligation on every front and on every hand to make a difference inside of this. So I hold us all responsible for it for it because we are our brothers and sisters keeper and that is what is so incredibly important on today that we recognize how vitally important that our role is and when we recognize that we're going to see a tremendous difference made in the lives of people that we serve and inside of the lives of our co-workers and people that we pass every day and it has to be that type of effort it has to be that type of effort that we do not pull back that we do not take down but that we continue to speak up and speak out concerning this issue of domestic violence. We cannot say it enough. Domestic violence, it is your business. It is my business. It is all of our business to be able to stand up and to speak out against these atrocities because if we don't, then who? And we cannot afford to continue to watch the cycle perpetuate. So uh, I say to you today that uh, you and I have a responsibility to make this work. We have a, reper- a responsibility uh, to one another, uh, and, uh, and we have that responsibility to the next generation. So we cannot say enough of this. Uh, it is something that we must face. It is something that we must hold dear, because if we do not, the next generation is already paying the price. The next generation is already suffering at the hands of this issue called domestic violence. So every code three two three seven eight four nine six three eight. That is how you reach us tonight. That is how you reach us uh, tonight on the Soul of America Radio Network. And I want to just reach out to you because this month of October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. 
and we're not out of the month. And just such tragedies are happening, and I'll share a few of those with you in a little bit. But listen, we need your help today. I need you to help in many different causes. It is not always easy to get out of an abusive relationship, and people that are starting over actually have a tough time because they have to rebuild their lives, and they can use your help in any way. And I want to just say to you tonight that as you're listening uh, to the show tonight, I want you to be able to uh uh, to definitely help those that are uh, definitely in need of your help. Uh, one of the uh, charities that you can support uh, inside of giving a donation, it takes courage. It takes courage organization there. And I want to mention it here. Uh, you can go on our Destiny by Choice 2 Fellowship page on Facebook. You can find the exact link. Uh, it's hard to give it to you over the phone because of the fact of the backslashes and the dots and those things there. But uh, you can go to the Destiny by Choice 2 fellowship page uh, on Facebook and be able to hook up to that link today. So we're so very glad that you're doing so on today. And listen, right after this break, we're going to have a caller. We're going to be taking a caller. Uh, we see your hand there. And we'll get you on right after this break. You listen to Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness with your host, J.R. Thicklin. We'll be right back after the break. internet you're probably seeing a series of advertisements please click on those advertisements as they help us to continue to bring you the best in soulful talk radio by choice to fellowship on facebook is a spiritual drama-free judgment-free fellowship forum for light minds to share in encouragement through testimonies scriptures music prayer worship and fellowship it is our desire to be an oasis of hope in the midst of the deserts and wilderness of life's most challenging experiences we welcome you for prayer requests as well as your testimonies as we collectively operate as thermostats changing life's experience through God's leading in His Word. Join us as we empower lives and shape destinies. That's Destiny by Choice 2 Fellowship on Facebook. Through a search, you can find us. If you're listening via Internet and you want to speak to the host, please dial 323-784-9638 and press 1 to be connected to the host. This is the Soul of America Radio. I am Indy Harlem too, and I am fighting the power on the Soul of America Radio. Worldwide, coast to coast talk radio. This 
is the soul of America Radio. You're listening to SOAR. And now back to Hope and Healing, a journey to wholeness with your host, J.R. Thickland. Welcome back to Open Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. Uh, this is your host, J.R. Thickland, and I'm so very glad that you have joined us here tonight on the Soul of America Radio Network. From coast to coast, every Monday night at 9 o'clock Eastern Time, you can find us here on this great network. Listen, before we went to the break, we are talking about this whole hour is dedicated to survivors, celebrating the lives of survivors and their families inside of the struggle, overcoming domestic violence, finding safety, finding the place of healing that really epitomizes what the show is all about. So we're going to take some calls here. If you'd like to come on the air tonight, just simply dial area code 323-784-9638. Hit the number one on your keypad, and our producer will get you on. And we're going to take our first caller tonight. Caller number ending in 200. We are trying to get you on the air tonight. Welcome tonight. Good evening. Welcome to Hope and Healing, a Journey to Wholeness. You're on the air. Good evening. Hi, this is Selena Walton. Hey, how are you? I remember you from a time before. Yes, yes. Yes, I had to come on tonight. (laughs) Well, what's on your mind tonight, uh, Selena? And I'd like to ask you, you know, this month is set aside as Domestic Violence Awareness Month, and I'd just like to know, what does that mean to you? Does it have any special meaning, any different meaning? Or for you, every month is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Just kind of let us know where you are, you know, when I say where you are, not meaning necessary location, right. but where you are as far as in, in that recovery and inside of a living life thriving free. Yes. Well, first, I um, every month is Domestic Violence Awareness to me. I don't just simply, you know, go by because it's the month of October because domestic violence is happening every day. So we need to bring awareness all year round for a month a year, every, you know, every day. So now, yes, with me, you know, I've been out of my relationship since 06. And um, when first I had to find forgiveness in my heart for my abuser to move on. To you know, to help someone else, I couldn't help other people if I'm still holding on to not forgiving. And that's the number one thing to do is forgive, because that's part of the healing process. Well, Selena, and, I have to mm-hmm. I have to stop you there because you're making a very great point. And mm-hmm. yet, it's still, I'll tell you that there are many that are in the field. There are mm-hmm. many uh, that are deemed the experts and things inside of it. And they tend to wrestle with this whole thing about the victim, uh, talking about forgiving. And yet still mm-hmm. you're saying you are a survivor, and part of your healing has been forgiving. Could you elaborate a little bit on what does some forgiving look like to you? Because I'm afraid that some people believe that forgiving simply means that you act like it didn't happen, and I don't think that's what you mean inside of forgiveness. There are others that feel like inside of forgiving that somehow or another you're giving uh, the abuser a free a free slate. But for you, what does forgiving mean and what did it entail? Well, okay, to me it comes from if I didn't, if I couldn't find in my heart to forgive him, I could have went and easily went into another relationship 
still holding on to that rage that I had for him. And it took a long time for me to forgive him. I didn't forgive him face to face, but I had a talk with God. And I and God, you know, and I know that in order for God to forgive me of all my wrongdoings, I had to forgive him. And it's not about me forgetting about it. I I remember about it every day. But at the same time, I still don't become angry at the situation now as I have before. You know, and I just sit back and just say, you know, before I was, you know, forgave him, I would sit back and say, okay, I'm going to get him back. This is what I'm going to do for revenge. And this went on for many years after I had got out of that situation. But... God showed me the light, like, nah, that's not the way. I done told you before, that's not the way of going about things. Forgive him, and that's what I did. So let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. Because you just described something that I think is very important. And regardless Mm -hmm. of what side of the philosophical aisle that one may stand, the issue of mm-hmm. forgiveness is very important inside of your healing process. And that right. you, you you described the fact that you knew that you could not continue on in any other future relationship. You could not continue mm-hmm. on in any way unless you found it in your heart to forgive him. And in forgiving him, it doesn't mean, once again, that you know, you've forgotten about what he did, but you realize that in not forgiving him, you were being held hostage yourself. Right. Would that be an accurate right. way of describing it? And so, That's wow. So, mm-hmm. so you're saying it's been eight years for you yes. since you since yes. you've been away from your abuser, and uh, and 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 I know if I recall uh, from a previous uh, time that you called in that uh, mm-hmm. this has been a journey for you, as far as regathering your life, now making your life count in a whole different way. And like you said, one thing I think that you said that people don't always hear, but you said something to the fact that in order for you to help others. Mm-hmm. Inside of dealing with their abuse, you had to forgive him so that you could begin to be whole. And I think that is something that people miss a whole lot because throughout the country, I find mm-hmm. people who are freshly out of an abusive relationship, they're a victim, and they'll say, well, I'm ready to do this work right now. I'm ready, I'm ready to you know, talk about it. I'm ready to go around speaking about it. And there are times I have to say that, give it a while because right. I don't mm-hmm. want them just immediately getting out there because they do need to go through the healing process. And oftentimes I've seen it happen when I've had open forums, and you'll have a person there who is a victim, and they're still very angry. And I'm not saying that mm-hmm. they, they don't have the right to be angry, but I'm saying right. that if they're going to do good for anyone else and ultimately good for themselves, it does need to be a healing process. And that's what it sounds like that you have definitely gone through. But you've done some other things about it. Tell us about some of the aspirations and some of the things that you're now doing. As it relates um, to empowering others. Yes, I had um, shared my story of abuse in a book that I was asked to do my story in, which is called The Journey, Domestic Violence. And um, plus I also started doing a support circle called Changing Phases, and it's with people like myself that have been through domestic violence or someone that's going through it or even someone that's affected by it by being in a household of their parent that was going through it and stuff. And they remember all this when they was young, and they're affected by it now. Because I have a couple of ladies that are affected by it because they've seen their mother 
go through it for so many years, and they remember they remember it like it was yesterday. And here these ladies, they are almost 50 years old, and this was going on when they was like 9 and 10 years old, and they remember it clear as day what their father was doing to their mom. So, you know, with me doing that, plus with me speaking on domestic violence, plus sharing my story with, you know, at events and everything like that, and that's what I'm doing to bring awareness and to help other people out that's in the grips of abuse because this is a serious matter at hand. And it's, you know, it's not about just about domestic violence being a big issue. It's a growing epidemic. And people have to get educated on that to understand it, to understand what's going on. And, you know, instead of asking the wrong questions, like, how could you stay there? How could you put up with that? I wouldn't have done that. You you don't know what you would have done in that situation. So, therefore, you got to get educated on it before you ask the wrong questions. <clears throat> Selena, are you there? Yes, I'm here. <laughs> okay. Any, anything else you would like to share with our audience on tonight? Oh, no. There's nothing else I would like to share. Mm-hmm. Well, I tell you, I commend you for the work that you're doing. I commend you for your strength. I commend you for the fact that not only did you get out, but you now have uh, written a book about it. You've held, you've held circles of uh, changing phases, and you have been really, uh, you've been a champion, and you've turned your pain into power, and uh, it's a great testimony, and I salute you inside of what you're doing, inside of uh, uh, being an encouragement and inspiration to so many others, and uh, yeah. I just want to commend you on that tonight. I really do. Thank you. There Thank day. you. So, you know, all of us here at uh, at uh, at uh, Soul of America Radio want to just give you a big hand tonight, so I hope everybody will join in. What you're doing. You're very you're (laughs) very welcome. Stay on with us. We always love having your comments and everything and wanna invite some other people that are gonna be coming on after the break. Eric three two three seven eight four nine six three eight. That is how you reach us. You like to have a word, you wanna share a story, uh just simply hit the number one on the keypad and we'll make sure that we get you back on the air. You listen to Hope and Healing, our journey to wholeness, and I am your host, J.R. Thicklin, and I'm gonna be right back right after this short commercial break.
You're listening to the Soul of America Radio. You're listening to Hope and Healing, a journey to wholeness with your host, J.R. Thicklin. And remember, you can catch this show every Monday night, 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern and 8 o'clock p.m. Central. And give them a call tonight at 323-784-9638. This is Thor. You give Jay a call right now. And now, back to the show. I was in a pretty violent situation at that time. 
and I've only been in one relationship. It was only eight months since the divorce, and that one was actually domestic violence as well, so I'm single. That's been about two years ago. But something that I'm, I've been doing lately is I've been... Sorry. It's okay, I've been Paula. reaching out a lot, a whole lot, because I'm finding out that um, to be a survivor... Um, you have to set your mind to it, and you have to learn how to be a survivor. You can't let yourself be a victim forever. And I noticed that um, when you don't reach out and you don't deal with things that have happened to you, you continue to be a victim. And I guess I wanted to talk about it because sometimes I feel like I'm still a victim because it really broke me in my life. And... um I just wanted to share that and something else, too, that really, I remember well, whenever you were talking to the other lady, you said something about, when she said about how people say, how could you stay? Right. I get really angry when I hear that because, you know, it's not, they're like, well, she stayed, she probably deserves it now. That's not the case whatsoever. Absolutely. And 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 it feels like people are judging you when they say that. Is that correct? Yes, even even law enforcement. I think sometimes law enforcement should be educated more on the situation too, because domestic violence isn't just the physical part, and mental abuse is is terrible. And it's absolutely. And you said something earlier, Paula, that I thought was so important. And you said to the fact that if you don't reach out, and you were basically saying if you don't reach out, if you don't ask the questions and get the help really that you need, that you find yourself still feeling like a victim, although you're no longer in that abusive situation. And, right. And, and, in, and in saying that, what would you say is the most important thing a person needs in reaching out? What what do they need? What Do they, do they need to regain a sense of, of self? Do they need to be able to see themselves in a more healthier way than they did perhaps when they were with their abuser, or, or is it a combination of both, uh, or what might it be? What is it that one needs? Well, for, first and foremost is God. You know, Absolutely. Talk to him a lot. Absolutely. I, I talk to Absolutely. him all the time. And then also I think um, one survivor talking to another survivor to someone that understands and can relate and or even if it's a person that's not in uh, that's not a, a domestic violence survivor someone that's close to you that you know doesn't pass any kind of judgment you know sometimes I talk about certain situations that I was in and, and I I'll talk about it and I'll get it out then I have to talk about it again and right. and, and I'll talk about it I'm not I'm not saying to just anybody, but sometimes it takes me a couple times talking about it to be able to handle it and to be able to say it's not hap- it's it's over, it's something that I can let go, you know, and, and it's time to make peace. Yeah, and, and you know better when that time is than anyone. And I, I think what you said is so important. And I, this is good for folks that may be listening today. You know, people often ask, well, what can I do to help? But one of the first things they can do when you're dealing with a victim is that, first of all, listen to them. Listen without right. judgment. Listen without judgment. Listen without re-victimizing. Uh, believe them. 
Don't go try to poke holes in their story. Don't go say, well, what did you do to cause this to happen? You know, and I think it's important that people need to understand that, that until you've gone through the issue of domestic violence and battering and those type of things, you cannot even begin to understand the dynamics that, that comes along with it. The way you see yourself, this sense of, I call it a tug of war. It's a tug of war within yourself. You don't want the abuse. You don't want to hurt. You just want to be out of it, and yet still you may love the individual. You're still holding on to promises that have been made. You remember a time when it wasn't like this, so there's still this fleeting hope that is there. Then you're dealing with the fact, wow, as much as I want to leave, I'm not in a position to leave. You know, if I leave, what what happens if it gets worse? Where am I going to go? If there is such a litany of things that goes on through one's mind that – to have a notion that one just can just say, I'm gone, I'm up, I'm out of here, is almost ludicrous because there are so many other dynamics that are involved. And, and I think people need to know that. I think, law, I think there are certain sectors of law enforcement that have to become better educated inside of this, that they're not re-victimizing a victim. Oh, well, if it's really that bad, why did you leave? It was really that bad. Why did you just get up and leave when he was at work? Because it's not always that simple. So, you know, we, we have to have more, more training and more and more education, and we have to learn to reach out more. Let me ask you, Paul, if there's, what is that one message or that one thing that you would say to someone right now that may be in an abusive relationship that maybe haven't talked to anyone? What would you say to them? Well, you can get away as okay. much as a person's afraid or feeling like they're trapped. There's always a way out. Wow. You just have to really kind of strategically plan that, correct? Know, knowing yeah. the right timing for yourself and, and, and being prepared to make that decision. I know, too, that the the um, verbal abuse is a terrible impact. You look at yourself in the mirror, or I look at myself in the mirror, and I have to remind myself that the things that were said to me are not true. Absolutely. The fact that, oh, I'll never make it, or I'm sad, or I'm ugly, or nobody will ever love me, all of it, you know. And I, and I still struggle with it to this day. And, you know, there's been a lot more, there's been a lot of abuse in my life, a lot, between my dad, my husband, you know, and I, I was... Because I stayed a victim for so long, I put myself in arm's way. But, I mean, once a, once a person gets out of the situation, though, they need to seek help as soon as possible. Talk to people as soon as possible. Because if you don't and you hold it in, you just set yourself up to be victimized again. And it took me quite a few years to realize that. Well, I think you, you're giving some great advice, too, because on the other side of that, what you really also are saying is that, you know, people have to be ready to help a, help a person who's a victim. And what I mean by being ready is that they got to, number one, need to be nonjudgmental. I think we talked about that earlier. Not only do right. they need to be uh, uh, nonjudgmental, but they need to also be individuals that um, uh, need to be able to listen you know, uh, with a sense of believing the victim, they need to be ready to be a sense of support and understand that when a victim leaves an abusive relationship, 
uh, it actually becomes more dangerous for her or him when they leave. And then not only does it become more dangerous for them, think about the things that they need for support. They need things in many ways, oftentimes leaving with very little or just the clothes on their back, uh, having to rebuild their lives all over again. So inside of that, you know, when people say, well, what can you do? Well, there's a lot of things you can do. You can donate money. I know people don't always want to hear that. Uh, you can help with uh, transportation. You may be able to help with clothing. You may be able to help with them just replacing, uh, you know, ID and replacing things that they need. You can help even with temporary shelter if that's something that you're able to do. But most of all, I believe you've got to be able to help with your heart. You've got to be able to help with a heart that is one of compassion and not one that is judging them, not one that is looking at them as if they are somehow or another responsible for the abuse that they have uh, endured. And I think that's one of the most important things that we have to get the word out on and that we, that we have to make sure that people are aware of because, in fact, it is. It, it, domestic violence affects so many uh, facets of one's life that you need the support. You need the help. You need people that are going to believe in you. You need people that are going to be willing to walk with you without an explanation. You don't have to, you know, without you having to explain why you feel the way you do. Just know that you do and be able to walk with you through it. And I think that's crucial. Uh, wow, I really appreciate your comments tonight. Any, anything else you'd like to leave with the uh, listening audience tonight? Just that um, I thank you for listening. And it lightened my load a little bit this evening, and I appreciate that. Well, I appreciate you calling. I know that you lighten a lot of other people's load tonight because you were real. You are very transparent. You talked about the fact of there is oftentimes vacillating back and forth where you're trying to regain that sense of who you are. And one of the things I say is that sometimes it's, it's, it's really a challenge to turn off that tape recorder. And that tape recorder of someone telling you that you are nothing, you're not this, and you'll never be that, and no one will ever want you, and, and that tape recorder is constantly gone. But I believe that we have to replace that message with a greater message. And that greater message that you are fearfully and wonderfully made and marvelous are the works of God's hand in your life and that you are valuable and that you are, that you have, that you're, you're really priceless. And that reality is the fact that the world would not be the same without you and that in your value and in your worth that you are a person that even through the pain that you've endured will be able to help others. And that's, that's the word. I believe that you have to keep replaying. You have to have that type of tape recorder so that you'll know that you know that you are a person that has worth and that has purpose. And I, and I know that you will continue to make great strides, and I'm just glad that you are called in uh, to the show tonight and that you was a part of it. And I'll continue to listen. We're here every Monday night, uh, 9 o'clock okay. Eastern time. And uh, so glad to have you in your comments tonight. And uh, once again, I, I cannot say enough. I think that you definitely gave some enlightenment tonight, and that's the thing about it. You have the power to influence. And so I'm going to ask all of us here at Soul America Radio, let's give a big hand clap as well. Thank you so very much. Thank you again Thank you. for being with us on tonight. Wow, we've had great callers on tonight that have come in. Thanks so much, Selena. Thanks so much, Paula. Thanks so much, those of you that are listening, even right now. Uh, we're going to get you on the air. Area code 323-784-9638. That is how you reach us. Simply hit the number one on the keypad, and we will uh, be notified by our producer that you want to come on the air. And so immediately after this uh, commercial break here, we are going to be back. 
We've got to be towards the home stretch, and we've got a few other things we want to talk about tonight. And we welcome you. Stay tuned. You listen to Open the Lady Church Holders. We'll be back after the break. Healing a journey to wholeness with J.R. Thicklin is coming back right after this. You're listening to the Soul of America Radio LLC. This is the one and only Soul. Right now at 323-784-9638. And now, Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness, continues with your host, J.R. Thicklin. Here on the Solo America Radio Network, you're listening to Hope and Healing, a journey to wholeness. I am your host, J.R. Thicklin, and I'm so very glad that you've joined us tonight on the Solo America Radio Network as we uh, salute uh, victims and uh, survivors, uh, victims and survivors of domestic 
domestic violence on the night, and uh, we want to really continue uh, to raise the issue uh, how serious this is and why each of us have a responsibility in making a difference inside of the issue of domestic violence. Um, and we have to continue to make that difference um, because, of fact, lives are being impacted on every level. And we have to continue to understand that this is a platform uh, to help so many. Now, I want to give you something. Every uh, so often I kind of give you this whole list here. Um, and I hate doing it, but it is to get you to understand how severe it is. And I go to Domestic Violence Crime Watch, and um, and I'm going to sadly give you some numbers. This is domestic violence-related deaths recorded by the Domestic Violence Crime Watch from Saturday, October 18th through Friday the 24th. And I can tell you I can add another two just from our area alone to this list. But I, I want to go there in just a second um, because of the fact um, people, it's really – it's really heart-wrenching. Uh, that's the only way I can put it. But um, here we go. The name is Tawny Maria Bond, age 21, from out of Ogden, Utah. Jessica Leigh Wilson, 31, out of Bristol, Virginia. Maribel Cruz, 43, Houston, Texas. Texas. Lacey Marie Engelberth, age 21, out of Northeast Maryland. Jacob Nash Willenbrecht age 27, Riverton, Wyoming, Jody Sunshine Joyce, age 40, out of Las Vegas, Julia Mato, 67, out of Ocala, Florida, Bonnie Lynn Mato, 34, out of Ocala. That's a very tragic um, uh, situation here. Justin Martinez, age 19, out of Ledbetter, Texas, Azaria Alea Owens, an infant, folks, one years old, out of Ledbetter, Texas. What shocking incidents these are. Denise Carol Hobson, age 52, out of Jasper, Alabama. Carol E. Lee, 53, out of Colonial Heights, Virginia. Alana Carpenter, 27, out of Wahala, South Carolina. Linda Frivet, 66, out of Verdigree, New England. Bessie Celine Rodriguez, 43, out of Lansing, Michigan. Natalie Thomas, 45, out of New York. Samantha Darling Greenlee, 22, and pregnant, out of Columbus, Ohio. Stephanie Reza, out of Harlington, Texas. Rachel Watson, age 30, out of Westland, Michigan. LaRon Howard, 35, out of Deskings, out of uh, Duquesne, Pennsylvania. Phyllis Lent, age 82, out of Sebring, Florida. Marietta Shaw, 24, out of Dallas, Texas. Kimberly Don Kemp, 40, out of Statesville, North Carolina. Ladaro Darrell Burns, 38, out of Brooklyn, New York. Now, some of these people I need to go back and let you know, these are the individuals that have been charged with murder, Ladaro, Marietta, Laron, Rachel, Stephanie, Samantha, Linda, Alana, Jody, Jacob, Lacey, 
and 20. Tragic lives that are lost to this issue of domestic violence. I call it the empty chair at the table, the empty seat that is there because someone has taken the life of someone that they said they love, someone that they cherish, someone that they said that they valued. It is especially important that we continue to raise this subject matter, not just talk about it, mobilize, get engaged, get involved. Let's make a difference. Erico three two three seven eight four nine six three eight. That's how you reach us. You listen to Hope and Healing: A Journey to Wholeness. I'm your host, Jr. Thicklin, and I'm so very glad that you've joined us here on the Soul of America Radio Network tonight. Um, people, um, I cannot say enough to you about how how terrible um, and how shocked this is when you see these type of things happening. And I want us to just understand that. We have to continue to press the issue and continue to go forth and continue to not allow this to be in vain. And I think that is You are listening to Soar. Okay, you're listening to Soar. Okay. And so uh, I want to say to you tonight that what is so very important is the fact that we have much work to do. Listen, I want to take more of your calls on the other side of this song, the other side of this break that is coming up here in just a second, um, uh, because it is so important. It is so important, and uh, hopefully this song here will will inspire someone here. Um, uh, in spite of all the things that we see going on, I'm going to... Um, well, let's see what song that they're going to give us here. You know, here's the song. Tamala Man. Use it to die. Mm-hmm. Whoa. 
Until next time, this is J.R. Thicklin saying, have a great day and be safe.